T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Uh, welcome. It is uh, Bowerly. Uh, I don't know what the mood is. Well, nobody goes to work anymore anyway. People work from home, uh, well, for the most part. So you have to go to work. But uh, is is glum the right word for today? Glum, G-L-U-M, glum, gloomy. Um, I mean, it's it's Monday, which is bad enough. Although Mondays after a Bills win are a lot easier to take than uh, a Monday after a Bills loss, especially the final loss of the season. Because, see... For a lot of us, it isn't just the end of the Bills season. It is the end of getting together in a predictable way every game day or game night with the people who are important to us in our lives. And this year, see, we're not, we're not done watching football. No, no, no. We're not done socializing. This year, of course, we'll have to watch the championship games. And, of course, we'll have to watch the Super Bowl and... So we at least, I don't know if you hang out with the same people all the time as I do, but at least we've got two more um, official days <laughs> to spend um, with each other. Gives us an excuse to eat bison dip and to drink a lot of uh, bad stuff and uh, makes one question the strength of one's liver. But anyway, uh, good to be with you on this Monday. And a, a topic that I wanted to do last Friday, and we just plane ran out of time because sometimes that just happens but uh, this is actually uh, uh, wben.com the united states has now collected 510 reports of unidentified flying objects many of which are flying in sensitive military airspace while there's no evidence of extraterrestrials they still pose a threat the government said in a declassified report summary they released recently. Last year, the Pentagon opened an office, the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, solely focused on receiving and analyzing all of those reports of unidentified phenomena, many of which have been reported by military pilots. It works with the intelligence agencies to further assess those incidents. The events continue to occur in restricted or sensitive airspace, highlighting possible concerns for safety of flight or adversary collection activity, according to the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. The classified version of the report addresses how many of those objects were found near locations where nuclear power plants operate or nuclear weapons are stored. 510 objects include 144 previously reported, along with 366 new reports. 
in both the old and new cases, after analysis, the majority have been determined to exhibit unremarkable characteristics. Really? So our military pilots um, are reporting things that don't show unremarkable characteristics? Kind of makes you wonder why they reported them in the first place. So I'm, I'm a little bit dubious about that. Uh, they could be characterized as unmanned aircraft systems or balloon-like objects. That's always the go-to government explanation, right? Balloon-like objects. What is a balloon-like object? It is either a balloon or it's not a balloon. It's a weather balloon. It's a kid's balloon. It's a balloon that says happy birthday. What is a balloon-like object? What are they talking about, Zeppelins? Are they talking about the Goodyear blimp? Balloon-like object. Okay, that, that's interesting phraseology because I can't think of a balloon-like object other than a, uh, a balloon. Um, unmanned aircraft systems. Well, that doesn't speak too well of our military pilots. If our military pilots can't tell the difference between when they say unmanned aircraft system, they talking about drones? They talking about big drones, little drones? And our pilots, I mean, it, it, it doesn't seem to stand up to any degree of, of critical thought to me because it, are you telling me that our military pilots are taking a risk in reporting something that they think could be a UFO, which is a big step for a military pilot to take because you don't want to be classified as uh, psychologically unfit to handle a multi-million dollar aircraft. So they didn't put it through their own personal filter first before they reported it to say, okay, that's a balloon. Nope, no point in reporting that. It's a weather balloon. Seen them before. Uh, or, oh, it, it's a drone. It's a drone. Uh, but they're reporting things that aren't really mysterious? That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, but I'm a little bit skeptical of the government, you'll forgive me. But uh, the office is also tasked with reporting any movements or reports of object that may indicate a potential adversary has a new technology or capability. By the way, they're also looking out for stuff that is moving underwater, in the air, or in space. Something which m moves between those domains which could pose a new threat. Now, the government says that it's trying to destigmatize reporting and emphasize that the objects may pose a threat likely contributed to the additional reports. Okay, so uh, this is interesting. The government's position is uh, that there are unexplained aerial phenomena up there, but let's see, let me get back to the first paragraph they they do pose a threat. They still pose a threat. Uh, and if, if you've watched any of the UFO documentaries or any of the UFO shows, you've done any reading on the subject, one of the things that is very clear is that uh, these UFO sightings, a disproportionate amount do seem to take place near nuclear power plants or nuclear weapons facilities and, and military bases as well. Now, over uh, Saturday, when I should have been doing other stuff, and I, I now understand when my dad used to come home from work and say, i got to do paperwork. Oh, paperwork is just a pain in the butt, or computer work, as the case may be. Just when the day is through, you've got paperwork to do. Yeah, 
the job isn't done until the paperwork is done. That's what I should have been doing on Saturday. I'm behind in a few things. But I uh, ended up watching as many UFO shows as I possibly could on Amazon Prime. And one of those was the show my brother recommended, uh, E.T.'s Among Us, uh, and then other shows involving um, UFOs. Now, one of the interesting things you will notice if you watch those shows is how many of you are interested in the JFK assassination? How many of you are interested in UFOs? Okay, if you've done any reading or watched any shows or are familiar with those two subjects, what phrase comes up repeatedly in both of those situations from the government when they are going to release documents? Well, the most juicy, most interesting documents always seem to have been accidentally destroyed. The uh, I'm serious. You can look this up yourself. So many documents pertaining to Lee Harvey Oswald that would have been of great interest in figuring out who he really was were, quote, accidentally destroyed. And then with the UFO field, it's the same thing. Documents that would be very interesting accidentally destroyed. And there was one sighting um, in Rendlesham Forest in England um, that was one of the best documented UFO sightings by credible witnesses, okay? One of the best sightings, credible witnesses. There were actually tape recordings made as the event was actually happening. Um, When UK declassified its UFO files, the year in which the Rendlesham Forest um, uh, incident took place and one other year adjacent to it were accidentally destroyed. Now, I'm sorry, but one, okay, but when, when you run into a pattern, and it's not just the United States, it's governments all over the world, where when, you, when there's a clear pattern of the most interesting stuff, the smoking gun kind of stuff always seems to get accidentally destroyed, um, one might argue that where there's smoke, there, there's fire. And I, I had to laugh when I saw that phrase being used on some of the documentaries um, that, I, uh, that I had seen um, over the weekend. But I don't, I don't know. We, we haven't done a, uh, a UFO show in a while, and this uh, Odyssey article made me think about asking you guys the question because, look, I, I make no bones about it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm into this stuff. I've never seen a UFO just like I've never seen a ghost. Just one of those things. I've never, I've never seen it. I've talked to people who claim to have been abducted by aliens. Had a lady on the old show on the old radio station um, named Sky Ambrose. Interesting name. That was her. Re- that was her birth name, Sky, uh, and her last name was Ambrose. Unfortunately, she's no longer with us. She died. She lived in the St. Louis area. But uh, first heard about her when I lived in St. Louis and then got her on the radio in Buffalo. And she told a very interesting story of her multiple abductions, as she alleged, by UFOs. Had Whitley Strieber on the show a couple of times. Again, this goes back to the 1980s, so it's a long time ago. But, uh, you know, where, where is, is your head with respect to UFOs? Unidentified aerial phenomena would be the new way we refer to them. Now, that whole thing has gone through um, a number of changes over the years. Flying disks, flying saucers, 
unidentified flying objects, and now unidentified aerial phenomena. That's the way we now think of these things. And instead of extraterrestrials, the nomenclature these days is supposedly um, extraterrestrial biological entity, EBEs. Yes, EBEs. So not knowing where your head is. Yeah, you know what? Maybe they could maybe they could upgrade our electrical system. Maybe they could upgrade the electric grid, you know, when they're coming by for a visit. But anyway, uh, what what do you think when it comes to UFOs? Now, see, I'm at, I'm at a bit of a disadvantage because I wish I could come in here and tell you, hey, I want to tell you about something I saw. It was a flying disc. I, I've talked to people who are credible witnesses, local witnesses, who saw significant UFO activity at one point over Chitawaga. It was hovering over water. And the guy that told me the story, very, very uh, credible witness, very credible source. And I have no doubt that he saw an unidentified flying object because it would have been back in the 1970s. And, and that's what they were called back then, UFOs, unidentified flying objects. But I'm, I'm at a bit of a disadvantage because anything that I've ever seen moving fast in the sky has very clearly been a shooting star to the exclusion of all other possibilities. Never have seen a UFO, okay? A few years ago, when that Phoenix situation happened, a giant triangle flying over Phoenix, Arizona, um, I thought that was that was pretty cool. And that, that's a pretty well-documented case. And to my mind, that's not been thoroughly, uh, or should I say, that's not been sufficiently explained. Um, the people who say that there are men in black, there is a sighting in Niagara Falls, Canada, not that many years ago, and it was featured on one of the documentaries I was watching, and the um, uh, the uh, hotel where some of the witnesses had called in this mysterious sighting was supposedly visited by men in black. These are mysterious, almost robotic creatures. They don't look at all like Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones, but they show up if if you if you say that you had a contact with a UFO or an unidentified aerial phenomenon and you were in contact with aliens, supposedly these guys from this ultra secret government agency, because nobody knows what government agency it would be, and apparently they cross borders into Canada. If the documentary is to be uh, is to be believed, um, apparently they they're they're on top of everything. Eight oh three. 0930 is the phone number. Ha, ha, first of all, have you ever seen one? Secondly, is there anybody listening to my voice right now who legitimately thinks that you have been the victim of an alien abduction? There has to be in the in the uh, people listening to this show. There has to be somebody who believes that they were an abductee. And I know that because when I had the lady on from St. Louis a few years ago, a number of people called in. I was stunned at the number of people who called in and said, Sky, I believe you because I'm also an abductee, and what you are saying makes perfect sense to me because I also have experienced these things. It was kind of mind-blowing, frankly, all the people who said they had been uh, abducted by UFOs. Um, and then there's the idea of alien implants. Now, it, it's pretty hard to deny that something really weird is going on when surgeons are able to remove objects out of human beings 
and those objects defy all attempts to analyze according to our known table of elements or our state of metallurgy. Um, that That's pretty hard to explain. I mean, somebody would have to go through an awful lot in order to implant themselves with something that couldn't be identified by the best labs in the world. That is a little bit freaky. And we could talk about the cattle mutilations. They're big out west. I don't know if they're big in western New York. I mean, do we have any western New York farmers who have been victimized by cattle mutilations or sheep mutilations, anything like that? I am curious. And in the bigger picture, what do you think? Is there other life out there? And is it smart enough or dumb enough, as the case may be, to visit planet Earth? Some people say they're already here. Some people say that they have bases underwater. They have bases in Antarctica. They have bases on the moon. Um, it, it's really an interesting uh, an interesting area, even though I've never seen one. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, Kenny in Buffalo, it is the promised UFO show, and you are on WBEN. Hey, how you doing, Tom? Magnificent. Well, all right, kind of gloomy. Okay, all right, good enough. I enjoy your show, number one. Uh, number two is that you said you look up in the sky, you never see nothing but a shooting star once in a while. Well, and sometimes it's a, a space satellite, nothing that was not explainable. Oh, okay, so you know about the space satellites then. Oh, oh yeah, the, the space station, the satellites, absolutely. Yeah, but if you look up, you see a star, and it looks like the star's moving across the sky. Right, and, and all of those, every everything that I've cited moving in the sky has been the space station, other satellites, or shooting stars. Okay, all right, so you know about that. All right, I thought maybe I was telling you something you didn't know. And as far as uh, alien abduction, um, I think uh, I was abducted in 1991 when I got married. <laughs> Does that count? No, I'm actually hoping for serious calls on that. Because when I had the lady on, when I had, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. When I had the lady on from St. Louis, as I just said, I could not believe the number of people who called in to her as an abductee, and they did not sound like nutcases, and they said, we understand what you're going through because it's happened to me too, and I'm sitting back there stunned because I've never met an alien, I've never seen an alien, I certainly have not been anally probed by an alien, hope never to be. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'll give you a little point of interest, something to talk about. Uh, I was in the liquor business for a long time, and we we uh, took Dan Aykroyd around when he was in Buffalo. Uh, we sponsored him, and he came into Premier Liquors, and he was signing all his Crystal Head bottles. But he had some very interesting conversation. We're standing next to him while he's signing bottles, and he's very big into alien abduction. He talked to a lady, came up to him, and she said to him, verbatim, I've been abducted. He stopped everything he was doing right there at the table, and he said, well, tell me what happened. How did it happen? Where did it go? And they conversed for about two or three minutes, which is a long time at a signing. And he's huge into that. He's such a believer. But just as a point of interest to discuss, but he is one of the really guys that are really strong into it, man. And I believe it, too. I know there's got to be something, something else out there. We can't be the only type of form of life in this whole, you know, the whole 
universe. galaxy or whatever you want to call it, universe. Yeah, because it's just it's mind-boggling to me, but it's very interesting. But I'll I'll let you go. But on that point, you ever get a chance get Dan Aykroyd to give you a call? And uh, believe me, he's got some really cool stories. Well, I'd also have to talk to him about his Dragnet movie he made with Tom Hanks at the beginning of Tom Hanks's career. Uh, thank you very much, Kenny. I uh, I appreciate. Yeah, that's why he came up with this. That's why he came up with the crystal head vodka. He had to drink after that one. <laughs> no, actually, I, I liked the movie. I thought Dan Aykroyd did a great job imitating uh, Jack Webb. Anyway, it is uh, what is it? Almost three twenty-seven at News Radio nine thirty WBEN. It is the promised UFO show. What do you guys make uh, of UFOs? What do you guys make of unidentified aerial phenomena? Have you seen any? Are there any people listening to my voice who believe honestly that you've been abducted by aliens? Um, what have you personally seen? See, this is like the ghost topic to me. I feel so left out because I've never seen a ghost and I've never seen a UFO. I've seen the space station. I've seen space satellites because they tell you in advance where they're going to be. And um, meteors, shooting stars. That's it. And... Uh, not, not even a good look at a comet, not even Halley's Comet. And Cahotec back in 75, that was kind of a dud. And Halley Bar Comet, um, the one that, or Hale Bop, whatever it was. Uh, yeah. You, you see these pictures of Halley's Comet from 19, was it 1913, whatever? You see this enormous tail behind it. And during my lifetime, when it went by, it didn't really. Looks like a fuzzy star at best. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Talking UFOs, as I promised we would last Friday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. song that came up during last Friday's show. It is Powerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program. And uh, this is the show that uh, we're supposed to do on Friday and uh, just couldn't get around to it because too many other things were uh, happening. And that is uh, UFOs, or as we are supposed to say now, unidentified aerial phenomena. What, what do you make of it? Do you think there is life elsewhere? If there's life elsewhere, does it come to Earth? Maybe it's on Earth. 
There are people who believe that there are underwater alien bases. I mean, a lot of the ocean is unexplored territory. Uh, some people claim that uh, Antarctica is a major UFO base. Um, uh, the the um, the documentary ETs Among Us. I, I thought it was interesting, but one of the things that I was not very happy with is they didn't make it real clear what was a recreation and, and what was a real. Um, authentic video of an alleged UFO. And then some of the things they brought up when I looked up the events and um, you know online, I saw a completely different interpretation of those events online than was presented in ETs uh, Among Us. Um, but I, I spent Saturday trying to uh, do show prep for uh, today's show. And uh, have you have you actually, seen a bona fide absolutely you have no idea what it was ufo and you don't you don't have to give your real first name or your real uh, hometown when you call in you can use a fake if you're uh, upset or uptight i should say about calling in with a story about a ufo has anybody in this audience been abducted by aliens and again i don't mean to repeat but uh, back in the 80s i had an abductee on and people kept calling saying, me too. In fact, I think the same thing happened when Whitley Strieber was on the show way back when in the 1980s. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to uh, Ron in West Seneca. You are on. Hello. Hey, Tommy. Haven't talked to you in a while, my friend. We miss you. Uh, well, I'm, I've been here. <laughs> I was looking for you the other day. Uh, oh, because there was this band called, and I thought... Uh, Playing, I thought about you called the '80s something band, uh, '80s hair band. I, I'm not sure, Tommy, but uh, Nerds Gone Wild will be playing next week at this place. So. Was it 1980, like 1980 something? Yeah, there you go, Tommy. Okay, all right. I knew I'd get it eventually. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I I'm not a a believer in UFOs. I believe I'm I'm not saying they don't exist. Just I've never seen them, and number, you know, there are a couple of reasons. One, um, if their technology is so far advanced because they can move at such speeds that we have never seen, well, then why are they so interested in us and our technology? Um, so, and here's no sarcasm. If UFOs really do exist and they have the technology, then why are there lights in the sky? Why do they need lights to see? So it's just it's it like goes back to your Sasquatch um, theory too. You would see them in the road, They're like you know, killed you know that deer. I mean, are UFOs afraid of uh, hitting a deer? Why don't they just land on the uh, front lawn of the White House? It's just you know, I, I just don't believe in it yet, Tommy. Well, I believe I, there's I, something you uh, can, maybe you can, you can you can believe in whatever you want to believe. I mean, that's you know, if you no. if you don't believe, you don't you don't believe. I mean, first of all, as far as uh, why are they so interested in us? It, well, probably in the same way as explorers used to go into unexplored places in the world to uh, see the uncivilized tribes, so-called, um, that they have a curiosity about people who are inferior to their beings. There's one school of thought out there that we actually were put on Earth by aliens. I'm not kidding, that we are the aliens. We were put on Earth by aliens. As far as why the aliens are coming here, another school of thought past the explorer thought is uh, that we have something they want. For example, they want human DNA. The reason they mutilate cattle is supposedly to give their young something 
to feed upon while they are uh, um, nestlings on the motherships of the UFOs. I'm just I'm just giving you various theories that I saw in all these stupid documentaries I saw Saturday. It was like nonstop UFOs at my house. And, uh, and, and Tom, I mean, you got great theories there. The hypothesis, it's critical thinking. I understand. However, if this were the case, if you had a farm and you found a few of your animals mutilated, you would figure that you would set up some uh, trail cameras, um, activated motion detected trail cameras, or even trail camera cameras that are on and they loop and they're on all the time because maybe there you can get an answer to why your animals are being mutilated if it's happening you know on a on a continuous basis on this one piece of land i would say then set up some cameras try to capture what is possibly mutilating your animals and then bring that information for the rest of us to see oh i think that's a great idea um i mean some of these some of these ranches out west though are enormous you cannot even grasp how big they are so is that a realistic uh i mean that would make sense to me if i had millions of dollars invested in cattle and there were a bunch of mutilations going on in the area i would absolutely set up some some trail cams because they're not that expensive yeah, and I agree with you. I think that's just something that that should be explored. And another thing, Tommy, I'll let you go, please, is that their technology seems not to change much. I mean, if we've been seeing these UFOs since, you know, the early 50s, et cetera, the shapes are, the, are pretty consistent. The speed at which they travel, um, you know, people are saying, oh, that was lightning speed. Well, their technology is stagnant, if you ask me. They really haven't made much advancement. Well, that's that's viewing it according to Earth years. A, the alien concept of time may be something entirely different. They may have a totally different concept of time. Uh, and if these ships are ships that came here and they've been here all along on some long-time um, uh, scientific expedition, um, of course they wouldn't change. Uh, I mean, that would be that would be an argument, I guess, in in favor of that. Um, but you know the. The shape. Also, if you go back and you look at some of the medieval paintings and some of the uh, uh, some of the Egyptian hieroglyphs, you see some pretty clear depictions of what looked like we would call unidentified aerial phenomena. Right. Right. It and didn't just start in 1947. All right. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate the call. I mean, look, some people believe that the reason that there was a wave of UFO sightings in uh, 1947 was because they realized that mankind had developed the technology to blow up the world with the detonation of the uh, Manhattan Project, as well as uh, the two A-bombs in Japan, that that got their attention. Uh, and even now, this, this new story that is out uh, from the office of the director of central intelligence says there is cause for concern because a disproportionate number of sightings are around nuclear power plants as well as where we store our nuclear weapons and i've heard a number of reports of people who worked at missile missile silos who actually saw missiles that were taken offline very closely following the sightings of ufos so i don't know what you believe um about this don't know what you've seen, don't know what you believe, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is uh, Anonymous on a cell phone. Anonymous, hello. Hi, Tom. How you doing? Well, kind of gloomy, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, well, I, I guess what I would say is <clears throat> it, it's 
it, it's so hard to wrap your mind around what's actually, I think, happening. I don't think it's something like uh, E.T. with the spaceship that comes down. It's it's actually a little bit more complex than that. And I think we as a human species have a hard time wrapping our minds around it. Um, uh, you know, if you think of someone, something, a mammal, an intelligent mammal, a killer whale who gets tagged by a human and, you know, doesn't really know what's exactly happening. I think that's sort of an analogy of what's going on here. I don't know if it's uh, actual tangible beings. Um, now, what I would say is I would think I was crazy if it wasn't for the fact that I actually had someone with me. So that leads a lot of, um, well, it, it, it at least made me feel like I'm not totally insane. Well, what are you, what are you driving at? What happened to you? Well, my, my wife and myself had an experience, and uh, we, we wouldn't even talk about it for uh, a couple weeks or several weeks, you know. And then one day we were, we were kind of just shooting a breeze, and, you know, and I started saying something about going outside, and she saw something, and I saw something, and it all kind of came back together. Um, and it was like, oh, my God, <laughs> do you think that really happened? You know, uh, we shared an experience. It's almost like a dream. I mean, maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe well, what was, was the a, What was the experience? Can you be specific? Well, we were outside. Um, she saw something that looked like an owl. Um, I saw the same thing. Uh, I, I mean, I could really get into detail, but I really kind of feel... Uh, <laughs> crazy even talking about it well i mean you yeah. you called you called in you called in for a perfectly good reason i mean i'm just going to ask that it, 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 i mean I, I i'm sure the people listening want as many details as they pot as you can possibly offer uh but if you can just tell them in a linear straightforward fashion uh okay i mean we're going to leave you with this and we're going to come back to the call after traffic um because there's an accident in batavia that we got to get to but um the um, as clearly and as concisely as you can tell the story, please do when we come back. Um, we'll leave off now with we saw something that looked like an owl. And after that, we got to figure out what's going on. Let's get back to uh, Anonymous on a cell phone. Says he had an experience. Okay, so you and your wife are inside. You see something outside. You both go outside. You both see something that looks like an owl. What next? Well, not exactly. That's that's. <clears throat> that's the whole uh, problem. It's not like, you know, uh, something lands, knocks on a door, or pulls you out of the house, puts you in a ship, goes away, brings you back. Um, it, it's almost like in a dream state sort of thing. Um, and, and linearly, it doesn't really, a lot of it doesn't make sense. But and from her perspective, she saw different things than I saw, but we can still get together and, and, and have a commonality of, of what we actually experienced, you know, um, being in the backyard, having first, it was like a real bright uh, orange type of light, like a sun, you know, everything's lit up. And then it was like a 
uh, it went to a blue, like a blue light, like, you know, where you see like dust floating and, and whatnot and um, seeing actually other people from the neighborhood uh, there also. Um, and I actually, uh, she saw, I saw the thing that looked like an owl. She saw the owl also is, is the way she described it. But I also saw what you would call, you know, a, a EVT or a alien. And, you know, as far as all the different depictions you see from what I saw, they're close, but not quite the same. Um, and uh, I mean, it, it's a very complicated or complex story, too, I guess, to uh, rattle on and, and, and explain it to you. But. I was hoping you would. Uh, I mean, I was, I, I, was ho- I was hoping you'd get there. Are, are, are you saying maybe, maybe sometimes we, we we could have a drink and I could. Well, that's uh, not going to happen. Uh, I mean, uh, to be honest people. with you, sir, that's not going to happen. So I was kind of hoping you'd, you. I, guess, I mean, were were you abducted by an alien or or what? I I, I think yes, but sometimes I think like almost it's like a demonic thing. Because other crazy stuff was happening in the house. Like, I saw a black mask float through my living room. I saw... Just the same night? Other things happening. Is this no. the same night? No, no. Now, you said that you well, saw I... your neighbors outside when this light was in the process of changing from a yep. uh, from a, an orange to a blue and, and what have you. Have you talked to your neighbors since that night? Or did you talk to your neighbors following no. that night to see if you uh, had Never. common experiences? never said anything to them um it's almost as if you are going uh under you know as far as like uh um having a surgery and you're quite not not quite there where you're you know in between reality and a dreamlike state and uh that's the problem where i don't think you're having a total lucid experience maybe some people do um it wasn't i've had other times where we were you know we both saw that same thing in my house this black mask goes right well let's keep let's keep to the uh, to the alien thing right now okay because just i mean i think it's all related that's the problem that's that's what's so complicated is that i don't think they're just you know aliens from zeta reticuli i think they're either interdimensional or from what people have been calling you know, uh, demons, gin, whatever, I think that's kind of the same thing. It's something I think that we can't wrap our minds around, and that's what makes it so complicated. Well, I mean, um, when, when you when you talk about the shape of it, um, there is one report that, uh, I, again, was allegedly written by somebody with inside knowledge of the United States government's uh, knowledge of aliens in which uh, several hundred different species of aliens were identified in great detail. So there are uh, allegedly there are a whole bunch of different kinds of aliens, just like there's a whole bunch of different kinds of insects and human beings. And we don't all look alike. Before, before you let me go, I can tell you uh, what I saw. And it, it actually <clears throat> had a, more of a round head. It kind of looked like E.T. It had, like, wrinkles under the eye, and the, the eyes weren't slanted but more horizontal. I did not see any nose or mouth at all. And the, the skin of it looked like sheen from, a, like, an oil slick. It actually was kind of 
uh, trans, uh, I don't know how to even describe it. It was, it wasn't, it was more brown than gray. They say gray, but no, I think it was brown, but it had some sort of like an iridescent type of uh, thing. And when it came up to me, it smiled, but it didn't have a mouth. It smiled and I knew it was smiling, but it, it obviously was, uh, uh, you know, doing it uh, telepathically. Um, so it communicated so it, with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, what happened was my wife grabbed me and she started shaking me. And, so, and, and she shook me out of it. She was more lucid than me. They went and actually grabbed her. And I just, the other one came over to me. And, you know, it, it, it uh, I guess she's more difficult. That <laughs> was easier. All right. Well, hold on. If if you want to continue this, I mean, um, it, it's a little bit it's a little bit frustrating. I mean, the guy the guy sounds like he was overwhelmed by something. Can we agree on that? The guy sounds like he was overwhelmed and confused about something. Can we agree on that? So I'm just trying to get uh, elicit some more details uh, as cogently and as in as linear a fashion as possible. If you're just joining us, talking about UFOs. Um, unidentified aerial phenomena. The government has compiled 510 sightings, and some of them are of great concern because they're near nuclear weapon sites or nuclear power plants. And, uh, you know, again, there's no shortage of uh, documentaries on this subject available, which is how I spent Saturday afternoon. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Like, yeah, taxes can wait. I'm prepping for Monday's show. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.